appreciate you coming on, Anthony. It's awesome. I appreciate you having me. I've uh, I've got to watch you over the years run a few cars. Um, I don't know if I've ever shared the arena with you, but uh, I have what got to watch you run. You're pretty much a full pedal guy. So yeah, I uh, <laughs> before we even get into the you know nitty gritty stuff, I I admired what you did down in Vegas because you had some hardships down there between the transmissions and everything else. Was it something like three transmissions you changed out? Yeah, every heat ended up being a transmission. So, And for anyone that doesn't know, that's, that is not an easy a feat. A nightmare with those builds. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because so it was full tranny braces, so it was... Yeah, we had mid plates, everything, and so it was... Everything's mm-hmm. pressured in and... Cut everything out on pressure, ink it out. Oh, or the powers go back three in, times three times and it was three different transmissions it wasn't even three of mine or whatever i borrowed one from mcphee right it was kind of his backup and it failed i borrowed one from another person and it failed it just was i don't even know what was going on it just too much skinny pedal too much <laughs> <laughs> but I, that's the part people don't see that was i was there i ran i seen you guys how hard you had to work i mean that that's I'm I'm glad I didn't have to work that hard because that that looked miserable. I mean that was and it paid off. I mean we right. finally got one transmission and it worked out that right. worked and right I and mean, made that last round count. So. Right. Same time now you're watching guys that got 30 minutes of work on their car and you're dying oh. for the third time on a track. Yeah. <laughs> so we got guys in their street clothes that normally don't help helping to right. put right. cars back together just to get them back on the track. Well, it takes an army, especially oh. for shows with that style build. It wow. takes an army. Being pressured in has that whole nother level of having to change a tranny. You, that's. And the car was never the same after the first go. Right. No. No. Never be as strong as it was. Right. I'm assuming you had to pull it down probably every time too. Yeah. 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 yeah so. But you did, if I recall, did you roll someone? No, that was my teammate. Teammate. Jesse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Warner, yeah. Warner. Was it? I think did he, he roll Willie twice? Didn't he? Yeah, he so somebody twice, didn't he? Well, his <laughs> yeah. nose went up so damn far. It two, was different just, time, two different yeah. heats around. Yeah, you yeah. rolled somebody. Which some people go their whole career and don't get to do that. Well, so. his <laughs> nose is so far in the air and that, that first time, and I said, there's no way that thing's coming back down. Right. And it came back down. Yeah, that was wild. That must have taken some work. Yeah, tow truck. Yeah, that Oof. thing was yeah. up there. I said, there's no way <laughs> it comes back out flat again. I said, oh. yeah. Well, them guys putting, putting some work back there, but. Again, back to the team stuff. You know, when you go to show that, you know that quality. You got to, you got buddies. If you're going to be successful, you got friends with you. Yeah. You know, yeah. not outside of the people on your team because it takes an army to get some of that stuff done. Absolutely. Um, so you're out of Benson, Utah. Yep. Small town, big town. Tiny farm country, as far north into the state of Utah as you can get, right at the Idaho border. Okay. okay. So good for finding cars. Um, yeah. Or- not really? Uh, I would say we're pretty well picked over. I'd bet in a 50-mile radius for me, uh, old Iron GM, there's maybe, I know, five or six that are still left out there that are sure people won't let them go. They're gonna right. this, I'm going to restore that one one I'm day. Restore it yeah, ones, but those for guys. the most part, everything's gone. Okay. So born and raised, is, that, is there a school there? Yep. Or, yeah. Yep. Just Raised and born and okay. up there in okay. Cash Valley, little tiny area. And, sure. Uh, there's probably, I don't know, 15, 20 derby guys. Yeah. There's probably a group of five or six of us that really travel a lot together. Okay. okay. Um, out of that Vegas show, 
our whole team was up there in Cache Valley. Okay. So we were all pretty tight knit group. Awesome. That usually run a handful of shows. So. Sure. So what got you into the Derbyan? I mean, started at a young age, or uh, well, you guys just chatted with Gumby. You know? Yeah, yeah. Everybody's uh, got their own story, and some yeah. of them are a lot different than others. Yeah. Um, there used to be three shows a year up in the valley where I'm at. Okay. And one spring, one summer, one fall. And as kids, I remember, you know, the whole family go watch the county fair show. Right. And I mean, Gumby was one of the drivers. Johnny was a, gu- a driver. You okay. Know? Gumby had his big Gumby character on the top of his car. Yep. And, you know, I was. Know, seven, eight, ten years old watching this stuff. And sure. then um, there's some big families that derby up there, and the Granges is another one. And uh, just being around them a lot, right. uh, I said, you know, I was like 17 years old. I said, I want to do that, you know. And so yeah. I went and reached out to them and said, what do I do to get a car? And they said, I'll look for this or that, you know. And I ended up finding the car, and I built uh, with a bu- another buddy of mine. And it was his first time, too, and we built cars and ran them. Sure. Her show was in Logan. Uh, Sternhurt show. Sure. It's, it's like when, not when Sternhurt first started, but when they started kind of gaining some momentum. Yep. Yep. And I remember their green ramp, first time they yep. had it out, driving over that. I was scared to death. You know? <laughs> uh, ran my first show, and I think I took like third or fourth place. Small oh. show, you know, 20 cars. Right. And I was pretty well hooked at that point. Yeah. yeah. Well, I had the place and even the top yeah. five in your first one, yep. that's like. Instant hooked. Yeah. <laughs> what was your first car? Uh, eighty-five Grand Marquis. Yeah. So Boxvic, and at that point, I mean, that was people were still running anything and everything. You know, right. it wasn't a Crown Vic. You know, like they right. are now. You right. Know, fifteen. I uh, about fifteen years ago. And sure. Uh, Do you stick to a certain build, certain car? I should say. Um, not necessarily. Yeah. Uh, I'll I'll wheel about anything. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, just like. A lot of guys that run a lot of shows, you know. Right. I've got a bunch of GMs that all run, and then a bunch of Crown Vics. I'm not a, not afraid of running a Crown Vic. Okay. Sure, uh, kind of show specific here. cars. Then. Yeah, kind the of part. Yeah, just the rules, you know. I'm right builder, so I mean, it'll. I don't really care. Yeah, got to build a lot of cars too a year. Yeah. So. yeah. How many cars do you think you build an average a year? Uh, I've been averaging. I slowed down a little bit the last three or four years, but there for a while I averaged 15 shows a year, and I think I did nine last year. So I'm slowing down to about yeah, 10, 10 shows, and I build between six and eight oh, cars wow. a year. Mm-hmm. Wow. Try to get a lot of that prep work done during the wintertime? No. I'm All summer long. Oh, last minute. <laughs> yeah. We'll Game time, car, Zero sleep. Yeah. One Still week doing build. Old school way. <laughs> three of us hammered out. Uh, we'll run the show if we get lucky we get another show out of the car yep you know push it in the corner work on it for a couple of days before the show the next one and then the second that's done we you know we get home from the derby saturday night sunday morning we tear down right. one day a new car goes in the, the only prep work i usually have is the car stripped from right and right and then Back to the build, you know. Wednesday, the cage is done, doors welded. Thursday, motors <laughs> going in, and we're back to the track last minute on Saturday. Yeah. So every week, that's how it seems to be. Yeah. Which, you always I tell yourself, know. "I'm not going to do it like that next time." Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then, then it you, happens. And then, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I know I got, I'm gonna run the show three months from now. I'm gonna have a car done a month before that. No. Three o'clock the night before. Right. You're painting if you're painting. Yeah. yeah. No paint. 
Yeah, yeah. no paint. You no paint guy. Uh, I mean, I'd love to do it, but that's way <laughs> usually on the list. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I mean, just doing that alone, you know, building within one week, it's pretty hard on the family life too. So, as you know, I think you got kids, right? Yeah. So that kind of pulls on the heartstrings too a little bit, I suppose. Oh yeah, well, I mean, we've gone the rounds plenty of times, you know, and <laughs> yeah. I think. I mean, the wife had never been to a derby before we met, so oh. it was all new to her. Okay. And uh, then she's actually driven now. Okay. So I think that was kind of a little bit of a uh, turning and, point. Uh, yeah, turning point where she's like, oh, okay, I see why, you know, more right. than just showing up. And she's ran quite a, quite a few shows now. She's ran cars. She's ran two-man extreme type stuff. She's okay. ran trucks. Back when cool. I was big into trucks, we'd take – a truck for her and a truck for me and we'd run every weekend you know and i think she ran like seven or eight shows one summer wow Oof. and so that was kind of like you know baptism by fire right there you <laughs> yeah. know you just can't. absolutely so at that point you know and then now kids i've got three kids yep and you know they run power wheels stuff i mean you keep them involved as much as possible right absolutely. um they awesome they they get it you know and by the time you work and build you know it's kind of almost like the derby's the break from it all right it's the family yeah. time yeah yeah. So. yeah a lot of guys said derby a lot you know you hear them say you know we don't take vacations like every a normal family does or like our vacation is taking the whole family to the track on saturday yeah you know that's but that's what they look forward to yeah for the people that are really are passionate how old your oldest kids? Uh, so the oldest is seven, seven, almost eight, and the youngest is three. Okay. They uh, they love it. Yeah, yeah. So I've got two daughters. They're the older, seven yeah. and five, and then the boy, he's three. Yeah. And I think I'll wear the girls out by the time they get old <laughs> enough that they can drive. But yeah, uh, even you know promoting the show this year, they loved that side of it. Sure. So I think you'll see yeah. a lot of that involvement. Which I was going to ask you about. Um, you promote your first show this year. What show? Uh, it's called uh, Box Elder Bash. It's up kind of northwest okay. side of just below Idaho, also up kind of by me. And a yep. uh, partner of mine, Twitchell, Bronson Twitchell, yep. around yep. Vegas yep. with us. Yep. Uh, we teamed up and put on a show this year. And sure. It's interesting, an eye opener. Yeah. It's one of those things. It's you a know. different perspective on the promoter side. Oh, yeah. 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 Fortunately, I wish more people, it'd be great if everybody had did it. Yeah. Because oh, then yeah. you see the other side of it. Yeah. You know, how much work goes into it on the backside. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, you know. We get asked quite a bit about it. And I think uh, even getting instructions, you know, Joker lives out here. We got yep. a lot yep. of input from him and a lot of help and assistance. And that was good. And Gumby offered a lot of help and yep. assistance. Sure. And uh, I think everybody was a little. They were hopeful for us, but they they didn't doubt us. But I think they right. just are like, man, I don't uh, think you know what it's going to take. You new, know, yeah, it was new, you yeah. know. And we went from we didn't partner with county fair or anything. It sure. wasn't part of an, an event or anything. Okay. We started from scratch. Sure, so we were in charge of everything from dirt work to dirt work to venue to ticket sales to concessions to hermiting. Yeah, okay. So we got it all. <laughs> The first go around, and it was good. Right. It worked out well. Good. Um, yeah. Going to do more shows, or do you yeah. have? Yeah. So, same show, same place. Yep. A year later, so it's going to be June 10th, and we just are 
there's such a demand right now yeah. in this community for entry level builds, you know, and so we did that wire class. Yep, yep. has been talked about, and it's it, it did good. I think we'll even have more. I think we had just under forty cars there. Oh wow! So for around here, that's pretty good. Pl- yeah. Plenty good for a small show, you know. Right. At some point, you can only tech so many cars too. Yeah. You run out of time. Oh yeah. That wire class that you guys were on there, that kind of the entry level build, that's like stock drive train stock we're in, yep. isn't it? Yeah, 80s and newer, and then it's motor transit came in the car. Oh, okay. And so it's kind of like yeah, run what you found, basically. Kinda. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, no, it's my – everyone's got to try something to get new drivers in. That's yeah. what we all want to see. Right. I mean, none of us want to see it die because we've all done it. Yep. You know, we all do it. We all want to keep it going at yeah. some extent. But, you know, again, you know, we've talked to, you know, everybody else about it is, you know, the build, up, build levels have gotten – like I said, they went this way for yeah. so many years. Oh, yeah. And because of that, there isn't something down here for somebody new to jump into without going straight to here. Right. And that obviously is going to drop the amount of car counts that are coming in. So um, are you seeing that in the shows you're running? 100%. You are? Yeah. My hometown show in Cash Valley, Logan, uh, Stern Dirt puts on. I think they call it Cash Carnage. Yep. yep. Um, I won that last year. Okay. Uh, Twitchell won it two or three years ago. I won it the year before that, you know, there's <laughs> kind of just like a group of us sure. that, you know, it's hard to beat. And right. it, as enjoyable as it is to win a show, we look at that and it's like, this isn't good for it, you know. Right. There's no nobody else can come in and beat a group of drivers or some veteran drivers, you know, right. and it's just not beneficial for right. the sport, you know, as much as it's fun. And it's good to see, you know, drivers, like I said, that, that the ones that have been in the sport long enough, are the ones that understand that and they go right i don't see young guys coming in like i like when i you know yourself or whatever like when i first started or you first started there was all sorts of new people that were trying it out you could always see new faces popping up you know years and years and years ago and you don't see that anymore and the guys that are serious about the sport that want to see it keep going on you know understand that we got to get new blood into the sport and it no, needs absolutely. to, the rule count needs to go back. You know, we did that kind of with our stuff up in North Dakota where, like, we started running a stock main class. We call it stock. You're allowed some stuff, obviously. But, um, and the veteran drivers, like, we like this, you know, because if. Tone it back. If you're heavy enough into the sport, you like, I can knock this out in two days. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we catch some backlash from a few drivers that are like, well, you know, we want full cradle, full this, full that. But. There's only a handful of those drivers left that yeah that are actually going to go to the extent to build that car correct yeah. and then you try and you know you try and run that you only get a few cars to show up and yeah absolutely yeah so how many yeah. shows do you think you've ran since you've started Derbyan oh I tried counting a while ago yeah and that first year I started Derbyan mm-hmm. uh, me and the buddy we built five cars okay and I mean I look back at that you know 15 years ago and it was like a car rear end would go to the dirt. Yep. I'd have the loader loaded on the trailer at the end of the night at the track, and I'd haul it out to the scrapyard. I just didn't even know, you know. Right, right, right. And so I built and ran, I don't know, five cars that first year. Sure. And then it just grew from that. And so, I don't know, I surpassed 100, 100 cars probably, 100, 100 shows, 150 shows. I don't even know. Well, yeah, I mean, that's to hard to keep track after point. a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially when there ain't a whole lot of sleep during the summer yeah. trying to keep yeah. up with them builds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's you got uh, outside of you know promoting your own show and stuff. Do you have any big plans for twenty twenty three as far as shows? 
Yeah, I'm just trying to. Uh, had a good season last year. I Did ran, you? you know, a lot of shows around here. Um, I ran Sterndert's Point Series deal. Yep. Sure. Uh, I ended up winning that deal. It sure. came down to me and a guy out of Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess it wasn't intentional at first, but after you start the season out, you know, a good win and you kind of get a jump on it. It's like, right. oh, maybe I ought to try and you know? yeah. put the work in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we kind of tacked that. And uh, I think it'd be hard to not try a little bit towards that again. Yeah. Right. So I, we signed up for Sterner's first show down in St. George in Southern Utah. Okay. Here in a couple months. So when's that show? Uh, April 22nd. April. Dixie Destruction. Okay. Sure. Um, it's like a eight or ten thousand to win show. Um, so we'll head down there and uh, start the point series off at that. And what's and that build style? It's uh, they call it like a limited weld. Okay. Um, I think we're still on that upward progression on the builds. I sure. Think it goes in that cycle, you know. We're yep. still climbing, uh, and then it eventually will drop back to bone stock again. Yeah. So, I mean we're. Any rear end now, okay. Uh, aftermarket bell only, no brace, lower sure. cradles, you know, ten inch bumper shock. Okay. So nothing too crazy, but no, light, too bad. light limited. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, there's a few things, you know, that they've slowly started changing up. It's been a GM dominant type show, you know, and they. I'm going to take a 98 to 02 this year and just try it. They've added a right. few things. We'll see. That's I mean. Uh, I'll try about any car a couple times, you know. <laughs> right. Right. So. I mean, you see people win big shows all over the place with different stuff, and then you go, then it starts piquing people's interest, you know. Yeah. Right. Like the 80s in New York County down in Bash, what, last year? Yeah, there's one this year, too. The, Hollywood. Yeah, Derek. Yeah. Pretty low. Yeah. Cool. And, you know, just hammering out there, and then people are like, yeah. oh, now you start seeing them pop up every now and then. Nah, now they're they were three hundred dollar cars. Now they're a thousand. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, what is like average car price out here? Uh, from derby guy to derby guy, I, you still see them. You know, twelve hundred to fifteen hundred yeah. bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think we're we're getting to where you know if you're gonna buy a wagon from somebody that another derby guy, you know, they're three three grand or so. Yeah, uh, Crown Vicks, they're just not you know, predominant type car out here. Right. So they're cheap, you know, 500 bucks or less. Which is you know, so a little bit easier on the pocketbook. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We see a lot of people, I won't say a lot, but you're starting to see some people transitioning that way just because the, well, the sheer volume of them that are around. Yeah. You know, it's just easier to get a hold of. It's a cheaper build um, as far as starting off with a cheaper car. Um, and a lot of, you know, places that buy and sell parts are, Starting right. to create parts and stuff for that, so it's becoming a lot easier just to. Oh, I need this. Buy. Yep. Get it sent right. to the house <laughs> right. versus trying to create everything from scratch. You know, it's not really. Some people still do it all that way. Obviously, it's a little cheaper on the pocketbook, but right now that you can get on the internet and order something, have it delivered in a couple of days. Yeah, it's pretty wild. I think I think what you're going to see too is is and we already are kind of seeing that out here, and probably the further east you go, it's sure. already past this point, but when we're introducing 80s and newer wire type yep. shows for these youth, you know, they get familiar with an 80s car. Right. And so when they move to the next step beyond a wire show, you know, right. they're not going to necessarily go look for an old iron car. Right. So what, you know, they're going to jump right into What age range do you 80s. stick with for the that? So at our youth, so we did 80s wire, open class, and then we had youth filler heat. Okay. And it was like 12 to 15, 
12 to 16. So how do you uh, how do you go about having a 12 year old in a car? Do you, is there someone else in the car with them? Nope. Everybody ran solo in this class. Okay. Um, the biggest thing was is we regulated. You know, if you were 16 and you were bouncing between the adult class at some shows or yeah. the youth class, you know, uh, you didn't run with the youth. You know, you ran right. the adult class. And I think at the moment that we're in there policing it, self-policing it. The parents are involved enough that sure. they know. And we are very involved with the driver base, you know, and in contact right. with them. So mm-hmm. right now it's basically how we're going about it, you know, monitoring it as yeah. closely and safely as possible. But yeah, Is there any worry with the 12 to 15-year-old drivers as far as, like, throttle sticks, don't know what to do, go over the berm type deal? or we have, I mean, we actually had them – Get pretty far up into the dirt berm. I think yeah. uh, when we built our track, we went into it with the mindset, you know, that that could be a problem. Right. So we prepped for that specifically. Gotcha. Berm height's a little higher. Berm than height's a little normal. higher, a little deeper, you know. Right. Spec- or straight officials banked. stood yeah. back a little further. Yeah, and we cut it straight banked to kind of keep No ramps. Keep it. And yeah. we still had a couple cars end up over, but by the time they got up on the, ber- the berm, they were done. You wow, know, and those stock and, engines that... Yeah, don't quite have the power. Yeah. yeah, they don't. Yeah, you're not. You don't got an 800 horsepower car out there with a 12 year old in it either. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was impressive though to see how well a youth could drive. I right. mean, there were some drivers you could pick them out and be like, "Oh, that's that 14 year old kid's first derby," and he drove like that. He'll be a force to be reckoned with in a right. matter of years. You know, right. I'm sure some there were some kids probably too that had. Uh, you could tell they were somebody's kid. Oh yeah, you know, like yeah. oh, that. He's yep. been watching Daddy for a few years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what he's doing. <laughs> yep. Yeah, there's a Greer kid that was up there. And yeah, him and his sister both ran, and they both did really, really well. Yeah, and then like you see his dad run at Heber at that big show. Sure, and ended up winning the wire class up there, the mm-hmm. East Wire, and so you'll see that that you know, and it'll help help it grow for sure when you're starting to get those young kids and right all you know, yeah. right, right. Yeah, it's it's good to see. I don't. We haven't dabbled in the young age, but I don't know. Maybe it's worth it. It's it's been talked about. Um, There's always the safety we, side of it. I think you know? we're, I think we're just gonna. I think we're just gonna do it. Yeah. Um, I mean, everybody everywhere else is starting to get on board. Not everywhere, but certain places are starting to drop this right. this use class. Because let's be honest, 15 years ago when you started derby, did anybody care how old you were when you got in the car? No, exactly. No, yep. Yeah. Yeah, you just just did it. <laughs> you were just there and got in a car. Yeah, right. and then as time progressed, they started putting age limits on stuff, and that stopped getting them young people interested from an right. early age. And then you end up, you know, ten years down the road, now you don't have them young drivers anymore. So. Right. Right. No, that's that's good information. I like that. Yeah, it's interesting. We've been. We don't. We don't see young kids. I, I shouldn't say we don't see young kids, but. We, it's not allowed, like, in probably the tri-state area for us, so you don't right. see that young of kids driving. Some places, I mean, some places will have it. You know, like Minnesota runs a few youth classes. Some places, North Dakota's, I think, had one or two over the past three or four years where they've had a youth class. But it's always such a sore subject from the venue standpoint. Yeah. They don't want the liability side of Insurance. it. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. there's yep. no driver's license. Yep, And yep. that's where I think, too, putting on, like, the show that – me and Twitch will put on. Yeah. Where we did it 100% from scratch, we were able to dictate everything that exactly. went on. Exactly. Right. And right. I understand that it could be tough at a fair level. Right. You know? Right. Like a lot of our shows, you know, are, you know, we promote the show, but they're not 
you know, we, we're not ground up on them. You know, there's, yeah. we're, we're there. It's an established somebody, venue. Yeah. It's an established venue. We're there because some entity wanted us to come help with their show. Yep. Um, so, you know, we have ideas and whatnot and some places a little different, you know, we think we should run this, run that, run that. But, you know, again, like I said, the liability and the insurance side comes into play when people start going, well, they don't have a driver's license, you know, right. or we want them to be, I want them to have a passenger. Well, then when you put youth drivers in there, you, you know, we see how that goes. You don't look at, like, Blizzard Bash, youth class, compacts with passengers, door hits are everywhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Then you yeah. got to worry about twice as many door hits with right. passengers. So um can make it exciting, but also, you know. <laughs> Scary. Yeah. <laughs> I think that, I mean, having aware promoters, you know, I mean, yeah. we get a lot of drivers that are itching to get that build a little bit harder and a little bit stronger and a little mm -hmm. bit of this, and those are the – key points that you have to remember you know right you've got 12 year olds you got 15 year olds driving these cars you know there's a reason for keeping them that stock for exactly. keeping them that mellow you know but i mean the second you start getting yeah more and more then you probably can't really have that be a set of rules for a youth class correct right. i mean right. if, it's, if it is going to be a true youth class you know that 13 to 16 whatever it is with no passenger it needs to be a stock yeah it's stock yeah. as it gets you know um especially to give them a taste of, you know, trying to help build that car without having to change everything on it from the start, you know, to try right. to get that interest. Uh, I think that's, I think you, that's the way to do it. I think you guys are doing good there. So uh, switching gears a little, from the Gladiators of Steel, you know, standpoint, how'd you get involved? How's the experience been? You know, kind of that whole, whole deal. Uh, it's been good experience. Yeah. Uh, fun, yeah. Cool to see it grow and evolve. Yeah. Um, I filmed a little bit with another show that was here around sure. the area a few years back, um, and then that uh, this show came came along, you know, sure. and some of us drivers started filming with that. And uh, Vegas, I think, was kind of just the the kickoff kick for yep. all of this. Um, what I, you know, I remember key about Vegas was is like, you know, we're not gonna pick drivers and say, hey. You know, we're going to be following you, but if you kind of did something noteworthy or if you right. guys, you know, put on a show, you know, that would pique interest from people, you know. Right. And that's kind of, I think, what started it, you know. We had a decent showing, whether it was putting three transmissions in a car, <laughs> yeah. Jesse driving hard, you know, right. you know, and going. Right. And we ended up third place at that show. And to, I think, Santel's and yep. one other team, Pete Hansen. Pete Hansen's team, you know, team yeah. So, we got to see a new spectrum of drivers that we never really run against. Right. And so I think that just being involved with that whole uh, atmosphere and spectrum, you know, of people right. just kind of kick-started all of this. Right. And then it just kind of went from there, you know. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, it's kind of put your face and name on the mainstream now. Yeah. <laughs> In the good, derby world, I should good, say. Good and bad, you know. Yeah, good. Now people bad. know you're bad. Now you might be a target. Yeah. Yeah. That guy's on TV. I'm, gonna sh I'm not, sure. but I'm going to show him. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, Fortunately, yeah. that's the way it works in the, in the So, yeah, world. I mean, and then it just, you know, you ever had a show that they were filming at, you know, and they may have interviewed you a little bit or watched you and, uh, I think we're, I mean, I run a lot of shows, you know, like we were talking right. about. And so you're just a matter of time before you kind of run into them and right. get involved. Right, and, right. Yeah, I mean, you know, they had GoPros and yeah. a lot of cars down there. And yep. So 
Yeah, it'll be interesting to see, like, more footage come out and, I don't know. You know, it's kind of like, other than what was on YouTube, you know, afterwards that whatever, whoever filmed it, that's kind of all we've got to see from that show up until this point. So that's kind of kind of cool. Brings that different perspective of what really happened down there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You get to see some of it, obviously, through the Gladiator's Steel, but if you were there in person, you know that there's way too much going on to try and keep track of it all. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know. If you so, were a driver, you really didn't get to right. watch, especially probably you, because yeah. you were constantly <laughs> working on a car. <laughs> right. Everybody's like, oh, Vegas Derby, let's go on vacation in Derby. And yeah. That was just Derby, Derby, Derby. Yeah. I haven't slept in seven days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, what fun are you talking about? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you know, we've talked uh, with Rocco there from Gladiator's Seal. He said they're going to start releasing some more footage, you know, coming down like some full heat stuff. Um coming out of that which will be great yeah you know to yeah. be able to to watch you know maybe get watch a full heat but in the quality that they were able to shoot with yeah right as, you know again something that's you're not going to be able to find anywhere else so i think that'll be you know that'll be a game changer for what they're doing there yeah, he's put a ton of work into it oh yeah right I mean, the amount of hours they've put in filming and editing and putting oh, it man. all together i mean can't imagine it takes a lot of time and a lot of work a lot yeah. of derby and a lot of time spent at the derbies to get the footage you know oh, yeah. i mean and they're the guys there before and after, you know, the show, before the show starts, they're setting up, I'm sure, their media equipment, and yep. after, they're tearing down or whatever, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, people might not get that, but it's like if you watch one of them episodes and think of all the different camera angles they shoot yeah. of, like, There's one hours. heat, and that's like, well, they shot, each one of them cameras rolled the whole heat, right. and they went through a clip to this and this and this to make just this one episode, like, that's thousands of hours of footage <laughs> oh yeah you know that someone's got to go through and edit right Oof to, yeah no, glad it's not glad it wasn't me no but uh so for the future you got your show coming up yep next year you're gonna you're gonna try and trace chase down maybe some stern dirt point yeah. series stern dirt point series yeah. um try for that back-to-back champ yeah. how often do you get out Let's of the see. state for um it's weird watching my, I don't know, even know if you want to call it a derby career, kind of yeah. change, you know. Um, I've gotten more involved, you know, obviously with promoting. Yeah. Right. And I've started taking a few shows. I went to California and helped uh, inspect a handful of shows out there last year. Sure. And so it's kind of just changed it up where I may have traveled to a derby that weekend, you know. Right. I still make my way up into Idaho a lot. There's a, a quiet, quiet handful of shows okay. that are up there, you know, that you can go and run. Uh, a couple sponsored by Sterndard's Point Series and different things. Sure. Um, went out to Blizzard Bash and ran two years ago. Okay. Um, me and Twitchell, Sam Bandow, and Travis from up there. Okay. Uh, it was a good time. Yep. Uh, an eye-opener. And that was my third time going out there. I mean, yep. I've ran trucks out there. I ran limited welds. This qualifiers that we ran. Oh, you ran qualifying and team? We ran qualifying okay. team. And... It was a lot like Vegas, just a lot of work every yeah. single day. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, and the build is and extreme. And the build is extreme. And we don't really have that style of build out here, so it doesn't – it's not like you can cross-utilize that car. Right. And Correct. so it's very, very specific. We ended up not making it back out this last year. Right. Um, we'll see how all the pre-works for Sam's show goes here right. in the next couple weeks, it looks like. They're going to start registering for it. Um, right. May go got a handful of shows we made on Heber. I've got to inspect there, but sure, they you know you qualify for that deal that they've got going on for that Champions Heat. Oh and right, right. 
So we'll see. I don't know to see. I mean, I'm very not planned out for the season, but yeah. I'll be at a show every week, and it seems like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. On one in one capacity or another, yeah, <laughs> yeah. for sure. So perfect. Minnesota had Winter Slam. That used to be a huge hit, yeah. but now it. 19 degrees below zero, and yeah. there'd be thousands of people <laughs> standing there COVID watching. It was one of them COVID shows yeah. that has gone with that. Yeah. That was, you know, that was a 6,000 spectator show, you know, and every class was always, it was a one and done. Every class was a one and done because it was cold. Who's going to work on their car? But that was a cool right. show. You know, we talked about good with Gumby about that, not about that specific, but about, you know, destination shows like Vegas is. Yeah. You know, Winter Slam is kind of the same deal. It was Everybody it was knew awesome. it was going to suck. Weather sucks. Yeah. I mean, we're up in the Midwest. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like February, cold, snowing, and you're going Peter's, through tech. And yeah, <laughs> St. Peter's, Minnesota, it's going to suck. Just not that the town sucks, but it's going to be cold. It's outside. But that's why you went. Yep. It's This is going to suck, but it's probably going to be fun at the same time. Right. That was um, always a good show. I mean, a little biased, obviously, because we're promoters. So <laughs> yeah. we can recommend some shows for you to come on. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> A little far out of the way for you, though. God, that's got to be a... Uh, 13 hours. Because I looked at... Well, for us to come to Salt Lake, the drive would have been 13 hours. Yeah. So... We're so spoiled here in Utah. I mean... Yeah. got a lot of money. Everybody always says, Utah hard hit. I mean, even that aside, you know, there's a lot of derbies and a lot of money here. Yeah. Right. So I it mean, is hard to leave. It's hard to leave. I, I mean, totally I can get run that. every single weekend at a 10,000 to win show. Right. Yeah. And it's sad that there's... A lot of those shows have 30 cars or less. Right. So, I mean... Now that the competition is low, there's still good, good drivers there. There's just less of them. Right. And right. so. Quality of competition is still there, but the volume. There, the volume is down. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, why drive 12 hours when I can drive two hours? And do the same thing. Yeah, I can make it back home that night, you know, like I said, be back to the shop mm -hmm. building the next Sunday. Mm -hmm. And that's what, you know, that's something we're working on, you know, not just, I mean, not just us, but the current venues and stuff. Uh, trying to get on board with the times, you know, we're not going to be have we don't have Utah money, but <laughs> trying to get these shows that we're trying to survive off of three, four thousand dollars total payout for a show, and it's like that's that doesn't that doesn't, doesn't work doesn't yeah. work anymore, you yep. know. And they want to keep having their show, but it's like then you go you got to go through the explanation process of these guys even on a stock build just in a decent cage have eight to eleven hundred dollars into it, yeah, just oh, the metal, yeah. yep, and that's nothing else right so you know you want people to build cars to show up your show you got to give them something worth showing up for otherwise they're going to save it for the next show down the road right uh which i think we're doing you know not not just us as timeless but i mean the state is doing a lot better job you got different promoters um across the state um that are helping get that number up there which makes it a little easy for a driver to say it's worth building the car for yep. right you know? and not traveling out of state Right, yeah. To go somewhere like you. Right, because, I mean, the money's, obviously the money's enticing, you know, but to travel, but, I mean, let's be Not real. Not with the economy. It's Diesels came down travel. a little bit, but for a while there, you know, six bucks yeah. a gallon for diesel, it's hard <laughs> yeah. to want to go out of state because it's going to cost me as much to get there and back as I can win. Yeah. Right, yeah, you know? exactly. Um, Fingers crossed there might be another Vegas show one day. That's yeah. kind of the hopes is a. Let's all hope. You know. That would be a good, that'd be a good time. I mean, it was out. a good time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think there's. A few different promoters looking into it, so yep. hopefully, hopefully we see something. I guess somebody, yeah. somebody. There's a lot of people got the itch for it. Yeah, you know, well, whether it's, it's, it's one of those spots, so it's hard to beat just because of the well, 
it's Vegas. Well, yeah, it's F1 hard. Co- I got F1 coming to Vegas now. You know? Yeah, you know. Why? Because it's Vegas. Yeah. It's just It'd be exciting. Cool. It'd be fun to see. Um, I think they'd have a good turnout again. Um, a lot of people after, you know, the last team show were like, man, we should have we should have got in on that. And yeah. Then, you know, next year we'll get in on it, and then obviously it never happened. So we'll see. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, thanks for coming, yeah, having a conversation having with us here. Yeah. Uh, good luck to you on your show this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, June 10th, 2023. Yeah, June 10th. Hey, we'll see you there. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think what our schedule looks like. No, we know. don't. We don't. We have. We have a show the following. I have a car built, so I'm still trying to figure out where it's going to go. Yeah, I, it's pre-ran from last year, but it, it's not too you know pretty good shape. So I don't know. It's one of those things we can't run our own shows. So where right. where do you go? We Downside, have to, you know. We have to travel for it. So, I, mean, I mean, stock builds, medium builds, heavy. Stock. The one I have right now is pretty well. Yeah. Stock, in my opinion, stock. I guess a lot of our shows well, are. Like we alternate kind of stock and limited weld as the main class. Like this show stock with heats, then it's got a limited weld one and done. Right. And the next show is going to be limited weld with heats and a stock one and done. But you know our stock rules are well. We done with these? Yeah. Thanks. Yeah,